Hey, everybody. Welcome to an exciting, this is very exciting, episode of the Haas Talks Boss, because I have with us the founders of Percona, Peter and Vadim, who are here to celebrate our 40th episode of the Haas Talks Boss. That's what we're all here for, right? Yeah! Now, actually, we're here to talk about Percona's 15 years, 15 years in the open source space, 15 years we've been around, 15 years... Um, Peter and Vadim have been, you know, looking at each other cross-eyed and funny. You know, for 15 years we've been here and we thought it would be good to get together and talk about, you know, some of the good old days, some of the reasons why Percona exists, why we were, you know, started and, uh, you know, tell you some of the things you might not be aware of. So, hi, Peter and Vadim. Hi, Matt. So, what you might not know is, um, you know, Vadim spent copious amounts of time on camera before we hit record fixing his hair. So Vadim, we, we thank you for getting, you know, looking nice and proper. And uh, of, of course, uh, you know, course. Peter was, you know, I don't really care what I look like. So that's always good. Um, so wonderful to have you both. Yeah. Well, I listen to you on the podcast, Matt, uh, and I think many people will do the same. And in that case, it doesn't matter. Well, I'm going to find a really unflattering picture of you for the podcast like you know screen just okay okay yes go ahead you know people will be interested like what the hell is that i think i have some pictures uh, of you wearing only if you listen and not you and you should know peter is a handsome so you should um, just so you know your bonus isn't necessarily tied to flattery on peter i don't know like after 15 years i thought you might realize that but maybe you don't mm, yes yeah well i can only imagine now vadim picking out those things uh, uh you know peter uh you are what did you say uh some good words about me, right? And handsome, mixing handsome that man. handsome, handsome, handsome right? Handsome and putting man. that out of a context, right? With Adim. Uh, there you go. So 15 years, well, 16 years ago, you, you, you both were writing on the MySQL performance blog. And you had some sort of conversation about like, let's go start our own company. How did that happen? Well, uh, uh, I worked for MySQL AB at the time, and that is original company behind MySQL product uh, uh, before it became owned by hmm, Evil Oracle, uh, right? But uh, uh, even in MySQL AB, things have been uh, uh, have been changing, right? When I uh, joined MySQL AB, I think that was a very sort of let's say uh, romantic. Uh, community slash customer focused company really wanted to build their uh, open source database and change the world. Uh, and uh, by the time I was thinking about living, uh, it was uh, uh, their uh, venture co- uh, venture funded company, which was focused on, well, we want to make sure we make our uh, investors and founding, the founders rich. And if you happen to change a world, uh, in that case, it's kind of a good addition, but that is not a uh, first priority. And with that, some of the uh, uh, things that MySQL was doing, I think, was, uh, uh, was changing. Right, like I remember, like specifically, for example, talking to uh, one of MySQL consultants uh, who was, uh, and I was talking like, "Why are you 
pushing this MySQL cluster and DB everywhere. It doesn't work with those workloads. He says, well, you know what? We have this kind of mandate from our sales team and wherever to sell NDB, and that is what we're going to do, right? And customers be damned, if you will, right? And I found then uh, uh, this thing happened and there are some other uh, decisions in the company. Would so, so I would find myself kind of changing my stance me from talking about us as we in MySQL IB to really talking about they because I wanted really to distance that from some business and technical decisions which this company uh, was making, which was really a signal for me internally what that is a time to leave and do something else, all right, and maybe kind of fix in Pircona some of those wrongs which I was seeing uh, happening in in the MySQL IB at the time. So when, as that was happening, Vadim, when Peter brought these things up to you, what were you like? What did you say? Well, for me, it was much simpler. Actually, yeah, I think we, I don't remember exactly what meeting it was. Maybe it was internal MySQL meeting, company meeting, or it was some conference. And yeah, we shared the same room with Peter and Peter like, hey, well, why don't we start a new company well, then, yeah. yeah, okay, why not? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so, somehow, for those who don't know Vadim, um, just him saying, like, why not? Just seems to fit his personality. Like, you know, he's a very go-with-the-flow person. So you'll hear him say, like, okay, a lot. Um, you know, so, you know, we, we do have an internal drinking game. Every time Vadim says, okay, we have to take a drink. Um, unfortunately, we're filled with drunks now at Percona yeah. because of that. But that's but, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on a on more uh, serious note, uh, yeah, I was a performance engineer at the time and MySQL, and I work a lot with MySQL performance. And maybe at uh, that time I was still uh, young and, and naive and did not share all that uh, 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 customer venture capital thing. But what I saw on performance side, MySQL. Uh, could use at the time some performance improvements, but uh, that really did not uh, 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 kind of uh, touch uh, uh, and did not uh, raise interest from uh, that time MySQL engineering and uh, services team. So uh, it was kind of also internal motivation to improve uh, my scale and uh, to help get a better experience with my scale. Well, and let me add some history context here, which I think is kind of very relevant. Shortly before we left, right, I think maybe kind of a year or so uh, before, uh, Oracle bought in a DB, right? And uh, as you well know now, uh, right, in a DB was actually their best engine in uh, in MySQL. And frankly, where a lot of MySQL value came from. And MySQL management team at the stage, let's say, oh my gosh, now our worst competitor owns one of the most valuable things of our value proposition uh, in the DB, right? And instead of focusing on what the customer wanted is making in the DB better, MySQL at the time took decision is kind of to put in a DB sort of on ice and just make uh, uh, make sure there is no improvements uh, in that and try to kind of de-emphasize uh, storage engines and say, well, we'll have many storage engines and in a DB will be just one of them, 
right? If somebody uh, somebody mentions the Falcon project, right, where which was supposed to be a storage engine, which will be much much better than in a DB, right? Uh, there was a dance with PBXT uh, as a storage engine, uh, also Solid Engine, which was uh, owned by IBM, right? And there was. A lot of those kind of stuff where uh, there was this kind of internal enterprise politics kind of to showcase a better face to investors rather than focus on what MySQL customers really wanted, which is MySQL and InnoDB to work very well together. Yeah, and I think that, you know, that time frame was, was very interesting because, you know, that was kind of at the advent of when MySQL's popularity was starting to really rapidly grow as well. And so you had a lot of companies who just didn't have, um, you know, they were running MySQL for big performance and they, they just couldn't achieve, you know, the performance that they needed. Um, yes, so I, I think uh, from technology landscape, right, a, a lot of companies which were maybe started a little bit before that, you know, think about like a Facebook and Twitter, they are, have been reaching a hyperscale and they needed their database to be very efficient, uh, right, especially on a new hardware which was coming up. And remember around that time, which have a change from a CPUs becoming faster to CPUs becoming wider, you wouldn't get much faster cores, but you need to work on those like a 4, 8, 16, 32 uh, cores uh, better. And that uh, in any software, frankly, right, requires some architecture changes, which uh, uh, just wasn't done in, in ADB again, because NADB was supposed to be kind of crappy storage engine, which was supposed to be then replaced by the... Glory Falcon or yeah, some and, uh, other yeah, storage engine. Uh, that was uh, my, one of my uh, you know, striking stories. Again, I was performance engineer, work a lot of performance uh, uh, evaluation. And at that time, like new, brand new Intel four core CPU. Four cores was like top notch. And you know what happened? On uh, four CPUs, NDB actually was slower than on two CPUs Intel. And it just was like, uh, 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 you know, very striking point for me that something is is wrong here. Yeah. So we it was it was a time when there was this opportunity, and MySQL didn't want to address the problems that existed. So you 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 both decided to found this company to kind of fill that gap. But I mean, that's still a scary jump, right? So you're working for a company, you're going to start something new. I mean, how did you go about? building that reputation and you know becoming the Percona we know today like what what was the those that initial year what did that look like well so for me i think it uh, was mm, very interesting i think you had this uh, uh story right of uh, you know two geeky dudes go and uh, try to start a start a company and uh, in uh, general i think there was a lot of uh, a lot of kind of thought from what I later heard, right, from uh, MySQL management team and other people in the industry saying, well, let them kind of play, you know, as many uh, geeks. We don't really understand what it goes into the running the company, all this kind of a hairy stuff, selling things, you know, collecting money from a customer. So maybe kind of play with that for a couple of years, right, uh, and then uh, go take a job. Right, I think that is uh, was uh, a lot of a uh, there, uh, you know, some of uh, some of reaction 
uh, what I heard. And to me, it was kind of interesting, right? Because if you think about from Pircona origin story to how we do business, it is 15 years of proving all those people which said that Pircona could never ever possibly work wrong. <laughs> Right now, of course, 15 years, right, and, you know, hundreds of, you know, staff members uh, later, uh, right, there are uh, less people who can uh, say credibly, uh, right, what, uh, what we are doing is, uh, is impossible, <laughs> right, but uh, there was a lot more of those folks um, uh, at that time, uh, right. Uh, and how we started the uh, company, uh, uh, if you will, right, our idea was really to see how we can uh, really do things with focusing uh, on the customer and the customer uh, customer needs, right? Uh, as I uh, uh, mentioned, in the MySQL, I thought that a lot of the consulting professional services, right, was really often seen as a uh, kind of glorified salespeople which uh, have uh, uh, their big allegiance in pushing uh, your uh, product, right? And then uh, maybe on the secondary solving the customer, uh, customer problems. And from my standpoint, I found that is actually very common in the, uh, in the industry, right? MySQL in that case was a norm. What we were trying to do is saying, hey, you know what? We are uh, really going to uh, act as, I don't know, as lawyers required to act, uh, act by law, right? It's kind of put your needs aside and really be sort of fiduciary, right, for the customer that we're, uh, we're working, uh, working with, right? And, and that was uh, really, I think, the main value we focused on when we started the, uh, started the company. Uh, uh, right to really. Well, and uh, I think it's uh, worth uh, to recall that we initially started as a consulting company. That we uh, we found that customers or more likely actually interesting customers uh, were founding us. I think first, uh, well, now frankly I don't remember, but uh, let's say two, three, four years we did not have actually sales team on stuff. Customers were coming to us, and uh, I think he actually even building queue for us to come to them. That's and, right. Uh, and uh, again, if you look in Percona, that's a little quiz we have. What uh, Percona stands for? It originates from performance consulting. So initially, our roots were consulting, where we would come to customers, fix problems, and uh, 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 help them to get better experience with my skill. Yeah. Well, and I think what is interesting uh, even more uh, with that, right, uh, initially uh, at Percona, we were uh, really telling the folks, hey, you know what, you should not, uh, uh, you know, buy support. Instead, we at Percona would offer you uh, emergency consulting, then at some you know, little premium, you could call us uh, essentially 24 by 7 and uh, uh, get your problem solved. And especially with the startup companies, they found that to be uh, immensely attractive. And I think for us, it also was kind of very uh, interesting, right? Because you can really be a hero. Remember, you somebody website being down, they call you, right? And you just, you know, wake up in the middle of the night, you log into somebody's service and boom, 
you know, two hours later, right, or 15 minutes later, whatever it is, they're up and running again, and they're so happy you save their, uh, their bacon and you feel yourself as a hero, right? There is a lot of, I would say, like adrenaline in that business, which I think for mm, uh, uh, some folks is, uh, uh, is really excited, right? Especially at a certain stage, uh, stage in life. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, I remember back in those days because I started pretty early. Um, I think I was here before we actually had sales as well. And we had to do a lot of our own selling, right? Like somebody would call and you'd have to get them to the credit card page, you know, to put in the credit card or, you know, you, you would have to do different things. Um, so it was it was definitely a small company and that small company mentality early on. Um, you know, but you're right. It was a lot of people who just came word of mouth and that was a very disruptive model, but it was, it was really a, a very, very similar model to pay what you need, right? It's that consumption-based model that currently exists in the cloud, Yeah, absolutely. Just, you know, for performance tuning and help. And, and not, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Finish, finish up. So, um, even in addition, not having a sales team, or not having a marketing team, we didn't have our website for a long while, right? So if you, uh, for the first quite a while, we just had uh, this MySQL performance uh, blog and we made this link, we do MySQL consulting and put it in red. And that actually was, um, uh, you know, good enough for us to, uh, to get uh, more work than we, uh, than we ever need, right? Well, Matt, maybe you can look up, uh, again, we should probably have prepared it, but maybe you can look up our first, uh, uh, you know, design of uh, MySQL performance block. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can do it on the uh, web archive, uh, I think. Uh, yeah. Personally, WordPress theme box and Goldie were very... Yes. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's something that's interesting. When you look back there, you know, you, you say like it is, you know, definitely um, different than what the expectations are today. Right. Um, you know, you, you, you've got, you know, something that is very different. It looks different. It's not even close to the same thing. It's very, very here. And I just pulled it up and let me go ahead and I will. Share my screen. We'll just do this live because that's what we how we roll. Um, look at this. Here it is in all of its glory. Let us present Percona 1.0. <laughs> what? Right? I, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, uh... yeah. So, so this is what the company was built on over the years, and um, you know, yeah. you, you can you can go back and you can see that. Even like into, let's say, 2008. Let's see, this is loading. Hey, look, 2008, it's here. But now we've got call now for emergency. We've got a button up at the top. So, um, and we do MySQL consulting. Like that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's the right yeah, yeah. so uh, bottom just, which uh, appeared. And, uh, yep, that actually went to the Percona.com services page. So, so this was actually after, oh, look at that. That doesn't even load right because it is... Uh, that old but but yes yeah, so there you go that is the initial website back in the day when you look at that you know um you know you see this this website you two both had to spend a lot of time doing the consulting yourself this was this was not like you didn't have a team of consultants this was you 
both just going out and doing work. Well, uh, that's right. I would say even kind of um, this, right? So uh, one of the uh, reasons like why I approach Vadim about starting a company together is uh, because uh, Vadim is uh, really, really smart. And he all can also do like uh, uh, about um, anything. He can figure things out. So in the early days of Percona, it would be me doing my talking, 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 right? And then I would turn to Vadim and say, Vadim, you know, I, I just uh, promised this thing, right? And he would just uh, figure it out and, uh, and uh, do it. And at that point, I think uh, uh, Vadim's uh, English was not so great, right? So that's kind of worked, uh, I think, very well for, uh, for both of us. But you went and you did a lot of work for a lot of big companies. Maybe you don't have to tell us names, but there's got to be one or two stories that it's like this was a weird thing. This was a this was just a it was an unusual situation or it's something that was really kind of stands out from those first couple years. Okay, Vadim, do you remember something? I'm trying to recall about weird things. You know, it doesn't have to be weird, Vadim. You're, you're more on the, 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 the straight and narrow. Oh, uh, I'll tell you something. So I go <laughs> to one of, uh, one of the companies, uh, right? Uh, and uh, uh, we have this like a conversation about uh, MySQL, MySQL performance, uh, right? And they say, well, you know what? We actually figured uh, how to make sure that the MySQL, to make it run fast. In a way, let's say at least how our developers understand that. We have just three basic rules and say, oh, wow, that is interesting. Uh, uh, three basic rules, what are they? And they tell me it is no joins, no joins, no joins. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, uh, that was very amusing. And if you figure uh, in this case, that is... Mm, uh, really before uh, technologies like, you know, Redis, right, or uh, MongoDB really became popular, right? And they found out that using MySQL basically as sort of glorified key value store, right, and a little bit uh, more than that, it gives you a very uniform performance profile, but of course you uh, lose a lot on well, if you're going to do that, you might as well perfect. use MDB and then you'll get great performance, right? Yeah, yeah but, uh, but that, that was... Um, uh, that was an uh, interesting one. Do you want, uh, Vadim? Do you remember something? Uh, no, you know, nothing comes to my mind. Uh, okay. Let me so go in. Our phones were so boring, Vadim, you just don't even remember any of them. Yeah, like Peter said, I just uh, was seeking hours and hours fixing customers' problems and... Uh, Peter was talking to customers and... Well, uh, I think there's a, there's a bunch of an interesting data recovery. Uh, oh, don't bring up data recovery. That's such a painful memory. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it, it's very painful, but it is would be very interesting to see uh, what kind of misconceptions people have about why they justify not having the proper backups, right? Like, oh. Yeah, oh, I, I remember a story about uh, okay. backups. So I, uh, <laughs> okay, but so, you yeah, now remember. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go for it. Uh, I, I go for it. Okay, so I work with the customers and at that time they had four terabyte of data. At the time that was huge, four terabyte of data in MySQL. And every so often they deleted the data they needed 
you know, yeah, we had to go and somehow recovery. Uh, 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 bring instance back to life. And every time I spoke with them to need uh, to have backup. And they were, they were like, wow, but it's four terabyte. We cannot afford That's very expensive. We, we cannot afford another four terabyte to copy, uh, uh, to have another copy of four, four terabyte. We can live only with one copy of uh, four terabytes of data. And uh, yeah, I think eventually they went out of business, but uh, that's... Uh, yeah. So they would rather how, take the downtime you go and if you cannot afford it. Uh, yes, yeah, well, that's... Uh... Good pricing lesson right there, right? If it's cheaper not to have a backups, then you're probably not pricing your data recovery correctly. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, th- th- those are, you know, always great to hear those, those technical war stories. But coming from the technical world, both of you, I- I'm sure that starting the business early on when it was just a couple of you was, was straightforward. But as time went on, then all of a sudden you have to get involved in stuff that you don't really, you know, don't, don't have the background in, right? Like, so you mentioned sales, you mentioned marketing, you mentioned like these different, you know, areas. All of a sudden as Percona grows as a company, as a technical co-founder, both of you, what were some of those surprising things that you're like, this just doesn't make sense and I don't understand? Like, Well, let me uh, start with a funny story, right? And uh, uh, like uh, a lot of people know, right? I... Uh, do not like the bureaucracy and I consider a lot of things bureaucracy. So one of the things you need when you uh, want to sell stuff, right, uh, is your customers expect some sort of contract, right? Uh, I uh, uh, went uh, actually to uh, Jeremy Cole, who ran another consulting company, Proven Scaling, uh, at the time and ask him, hey, Jeremy, uh, would you mind sharing your contract so I don't have to write one? So uh, he graciously shared one with me uh, and uh, I just uh, replaced Proven Scaling with Percona, right? And uh, uh, also because the company, the, the first Percona company was incorporated in uh, uh, London, right? There's another long story why. Uh, I would just uh, replace that with uh, uh, laws of United Kingdom instead of state of Delaware. And everybody was fine with that until I went to sign a contract with, uh, was it like a BBC or some big uh, corporation? And their lawyer responds to me and say, well, you know, in your contract, you say there is law of United Kingdom. But you don't have laws of United Kingdom. We have uh, the uh, roles uh, of either English laws and Scottish laws are different. So which one do you prefer? <laughs> right? I said, oh, that is so freakishly lame, uh, right? Uh, 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 in this case, uh, uh, <laughs> probably. But yeah, well, in the end, they uh, probably like accepted us as uh, people who may not really understand much of the law, but uh, can be good in, uh, you know, getting the technical stuff done and we, uh, yeah, so, continue business. So over the years, I'm sure that there have been a lot of those, but, you know, as you hear other people who, you know, they, they, you know, people who are starting businesses, maybe they're starting open source projects that they want to turn into a business. 
Um, what are the those early days suggestions for you, you know, that you would give them? Like, what advice would you provide? Like, what would you say to them? You know, hey, you're starting off. Make sure you do these three things or that you, you know, try to focus here. Um, what would be your advice? Well, uh, I think uh, for uh, uh, Pircona, uh we have to understand uh, the tremendous amount of luck uh, we had at that time, right? Uh, because as you mentioned, the MySQL uh, was uh, growing very rapidly. We also uh, actually started at the time with the MySQL AB, which would be like a primary vendor, was doing a lot of stupid things. It was kind of ranging from uh, not making in the DB as uh, good as it was to, for example, they would start to require to have a support contract in order to get consulting. So if you don't want support contract but want to get consulting, then you go to companies like Pircona and we welcome you for open hands. Right then, you had the luck of MySQL being acquired by Sun, and then Sun acquired by Oracle, which had a lot of, uh, you know, those uh, while this kind of digestion process completed, there was a lot of, uh, uh, I think, like a chaos, right, and uh, uh, stuff, right, which really allowed Percona to grow uh, uh, very successfully, right. So I, I want in this case is kind of like a right product, right time. In this case, it was very important for us, and I think we uh, never should. Uh, well, and again, uh, yeah, worth to that. remember, MySQL as product and the source code was already popular at the time. It was crazy popular. If to start uh, uh, totally from scratch, I think that's very hard offering. And well, first, you, you probably would need to work to make your project product popular first uh, and adoption is the name of the game here and uh, after that after you get users you can look how you can mm, probably make business uh, on that yeah and i think uh, uh, just to add maybe to what vadim is saying if you think about percona we have uh, unique experience and unique business Right, because we have not tried to start uh, uh, the, some, you know, database technology from the ground up. Right, we started by making MySQL better, and uh, then continued with making MongoDB better, and finally uh, now Postgres uh, better. Right, but we uh, do stand on the shoulders uh, of a giant, so there is an existing community. Right, and uh, really serving that community needs uh, uh, was a very important. Uh, uh, for us to get uh, uh, Percona on the map, right? And we get a lot of business through a world of mouth, right? As uh, I think you uh, already uh, already mentioned. Well, you mentioned Mongo and Postgres. So let's go there for a second. At some point, you know, you're, you're known in the MySQL space. You've got this, you know, great reputation for fixing MySQL. And then all of a sudden, let's do Mongo. Talk to us about that. Like, you know, tell us about that experience and the reasons. Well, uh, if you uh, look from a high-level uh, person, kind of a uh, uh, high-level kind of point of view, is uh, um, uh, we were aware um, to really uh, help customers what those customers need. And if you look at the, uh, at the time, 
there is a new generation of uh, developers coming up which wanted something simpler than relational SQL databases, right? For them, things like MySQL uh, and uh, Postgres were too complicated. They exactly wanted that with no joins, no joins, no joins, uh, right? And uh, also something which could scale relatively um, relatively easy, right? Without the manual sharding, right? And so on and so forth, right? And uh, their MongoDB was technology which fit that pretty well. It was also uh, actively uh, marketed to, to the uh, MySQL community, right? So we uh, thought we would have some uh, customers which uh, would... Uh, uh, kind of be crossovers, right, for MySQL and, uh, and MongoDB, right? So that's how we saw the uh, both business opportunity as well uh, from us really to expand our toolbox to uh, uh, to be helping customers. Okay. So as you expanded the toolbox and as you started to grow, um you know, what sort of challenges did you did you see kind of pop up and, you know, happen? Um, you, you know, what, was there something that like, you know, was unexpected to you that you thought this would be an easier road than it was? I mean, like, what, what did that look like? Well, uh, yes. I mean, I think uh, uh, of, of what uh, we, uh, we kind of thought maybe about my uh, MongoDB ecosystem as a uh, too similar to MySQL ecosystem, uh, right? And it was uh, it was very uh, different in the end. I think what is interesting about MySQL and kind of ranging that from maybe from an early stage romantic roots is MySQL really was always uh, empowering community, but not really trying to control it too much. Right, there was, for example, a lot of MySQL uh, independent meetups, MySQL conference, right, was always um, uh, uh, something where a lot of companies was involved, right, you would see even kind of uh, a lot of free-spirited discussion inside the company, a company meeting. Right, and you may uh, you also work for MySQL IV. You remember how somebody could say to, to our CEO Martin Mikus, like Martin, that is kind of a stupidest thing I ever heard, right? And kind of uh, still uh, uh, keep the job. Um, MongoDB, I think it was always what they have a good reference to that I heard as a reluctant open source company. Right, and you can see that even as event to IPO, they, uh, for example, do not talk so much about the open source, but saying, "Well, we use this kind of a freemium model, and it's called open source, right?" But actually, we are proprietary software company, uh, as uh, as any others, right? Or the claims by MongoDB CEO, they say, "Well, you know, we didn't really open source MongoDB." to get help, right, and co-created with our community. No, we just open source that because that's how you get uh, uh, get more users, right? Uh, there was also a lot of changes in the community uh, aspect. Like, for example, all uh, uh, or majority of the MongoDB user groups ha- uh, have been MongoDB controlled, right? And they would not let us to participate or MongoDB conference. Well, Pircona is not welcome because we just wanted to have a very clear uh, uh, message, right? Even uh, there have been some third party, let's say, MongoDB focused newsletter 
We would sponsor it once, but then they hear from them and say, well, you know what? Our biggest sponsor is MongoDB, and they told what if we ever let you to sponsor this newsletter, we'll pull a sponsorship, right? So MongoDB would use a lot of that kind of a very heavy-handed, anti-competitive uh, approaches, right? I think MongoDB is more Oracle than Oracle, right? I mean, in terms of, you know, using that kind of heavy-weighted uh, uh, techniques. Not just that. It was also very interesting is what, uh, from what I know, uh, the MongoDB would have a heavy anti-compete in employment agreement, and from what I heard, they would pursue that aggressively. So where people who leave MySQL AB, right, often would stay in uh, in MySQL ecosystem, right, and work in variety of roles. In MongoDB case, uh, they often would go and work on entirely something else, <laughs> you know, just n- not to uh, deal with, uh, uh, with that, right, uh, uh, which uh, had been uh, restricting uh, uh, hires, right? So that uh, have been a lot of, uh, I would say, the heavy wins in the MongoDB space. Well, and uh, uh, not to forget the biggest elephant we have, this license change. Uh, I think uh, MongoDB uh, started this big way of uh, license uh, uh, open source uh, lens, uh, licensing games, uh, namely to change the license from AGPL to SSPL license. That's right. That, uh, that was not uh, at the time of uh, early MongoDB development, but yes. I mean, I think we, uh, we are, that is where we're finding ourselves in kind of an interesting pickle because uh, we are about uh, real open source, but yet we have a product which had to change the license to SSPL, which is not open source license, which is uh, which is source available. And frankly, if you would make that decision right now, we would not have uh, gone to uh, MongoDB. But now we have uh, uh, the many hundreds and thousands of people in customers and community who rely on Pircona products for MongoDB and uh, Pircona commercial services for MongoDB. So despite MongoDB uh, ditching the open source world, we are, uh, uh, we are continuing with uh, our uh, having MongoDB in our portfolio. Okay. So you look back over 15 years. It's a long time. Certainly, there have been people who have influenced you and had you know a great influence on Percona's success, whether they're people we've hired or people who you've just met in the community. Uh, so when you look back at 15 years, maybe... Give us some names. Tell us who has really, like, maybe inspired you or helped establish what we are today. You know, what, what are those hidden contributions that people might not be aware of? Uh, do you want to, uh, to name some names, Adim? Well, I think uh, we absolutely should mention, uh, we already said uh, Baron Schwartz. Uh, Baron, uh, I think... Help uh, us uh, a lot to move Percona and Percona name, and uh, also we use uh, uh, tools developed originally by Baron. It was Matkit. Now, now it's named Percona Toolkit. Uh, so uh, I think we absolutely should recognize Baron Schwartz as one of uh, yeah. And the uh, book he wrote a very large portion yeah, of yeah, uh, high yes, performance uh, MySQL. Uh, Baron, uh, we should recognize 
was a primary driver of that high performance my scale book yeah I mean if you like from uh, uh, my standpoint right like one thing I um, uh, want to uh, recognize where uh, Michael Videnius Monty, the MySQL uh, 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 founder, right, who was a big uh, inspiration kind of an uh, uh, mentor uh, for me. I think we are kind of uh, a little bit on the different sides of sort of like the competing companies uh, right now, but I think we still, uh, you know, meeting Chad and he is, uh, 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 he is great. Um, uh, another on the business side, I would mention, uh, Paul, uh, Valet, that is the CEO of, uh, uh, of Pifian. And, uh, I, uh, was very impressed how uh, open he was, uh, in this case. Like I remember, well, when Percona started, he actually tried to hire me to run the MySQL, uh, sort of like an open source database, uh, group, right? In Pifian, where I say, Hey, I just go to, uh, do myself, right? And then he always was very much sharing his uh, business techniques, uh, and, uh, so on and so forth, if, even if you compete it sometimes, right? I remember on one of the Percona, on maybe like my school user conference, we'll sit down and he will just, you know, open up his uh, accounting system and he show his kind of revenue expenses, right? And how it was trending. I was like, wow, that is, uh, you know, something, uh, something amazing, right? And I remember he was uh, telling uh, to me things like, uh, well, you know what, like the world is big. If you think about Percona and PFN, we don't really compete with each other too much, right? Like we mostly compete with, you know, like a big uh, consulting companies, right? Or MySQL or Oracle, whatever, right? And I think that taught me a lot about like, if, especially if you speak about like a different smaller organizations, it's much better for, uh, you know, you probably don't compete that much, right? You should really see how we can uh, uh, can work together. And another thing what I liked uh, from him, which was kind of very inspirational for me, is saying, well, you know what? In the end, I like to see the business as a game, right? Let's say if you would play uh, soccer together, right? Like I will try to beat you on the field very hard, but as we kind of uh, end the game, we can all go yeah, go um, play uh, beers together, right? And maybe even give uh, uh, each other some coaching about how to play the game better, right? So uh, I think that was a, a, a lot of this kind of a business imperation towards uh, openness and uh, 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 supporting other players in the ecosystem, right? Even if they kind of somewhat compete with you. Well, uh, Peter mentioned on business side, I probably would like to mention on the technical side and uh, uh, probably not many will recognize this name, but I think his contribution is that's exactly what started Percona Server and what exactly <laughs> put Percona Server from a scale on the performance map. And that's originally were patches. And uh, the engineer is uh, uh, Yasufumi Kinoshita. Unfortunately, he is not very active in the community. And again, probably only very few people will uh, recognize uh, uh, his name. But uh, at the time, he uh, hacked a lot of NADB code. And we worked with him how to in incorporate that code, in that code into Percona server. And that's, in my opinion, what kick-started 
all uh, our software efforts in, in Percona and originated yeah. Percona server for for MySQL. Okay. Well, let's. Matt, uh, you, uh, you, you muted, Matt. Yeah. Let me then uh, add some other technical name here, right? I think which is good. It's uh, the all kind of both technical and business uh, is uh, Mark Callaghan, right? I think he was uh, uh, very helpful uh, for us uh, both promoting uh, uh, various uh, Percona so uh, software, right? As well as uh, kind of giving us some uh, uh, business advice here and there. And uh, I remember uh, then uh, uh, Mark was with, uh, with Facebook. He would have uh, uh, doing like a keynote for Oracle, right? And he say, oh, they'll tell me, well, you know what? I dropped the P word. Meaning what he would mention, uh, uh, mention Pircona in his uh, in his keynote, right? Which was not uh, really something what uh, uh, folks like you know Oracle yeah. would probably uh, want to mention a keynote. So uh, that was very, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, very and, nice. and you mentioned Yasufumi. I remember Yasufumi quite well because when we would go to Pircona meetings. He would be the one who didn't go with us to community events or do, do like, you know, team building because he would be in his room coding, right? Like he would be just like, he was just the smartest dude, right? He was just so smart. Um, and, you know, I think I think Mark has is also a great one to call out. I mean, there, there's thousands of other contributors or people who have contributed to Percona. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would hate it to someone to feel left out, but yeah, a lot of people yeah. contributed to Percona well, success. Yeah. And let's uh, m mention one more person who is, I think, an internal uh, in this case, right? This is um, uh, Tom Basil. Uh, Tom Basil is a person who was my boss at uh, at MySQL, right, in this case. And uh, uh, he was uh, the pretty uh, organized person I knew, right, who can help to rein uh, a little bit more uh, chaos. Uh, and I remember one of the meetings we kind of, uh, uh, um, I think I went to the MySQL developers meeting or was invited. Uh, uh, we, we kept it kind of open at that, uh, at that time. And uh, Tom was out there and I was, I think I was kind of joking and say, well, Tom, if this MySQL gig doesn't work out, why don't you come and join us, right? You know, it's like uh, you often uh, uh, invite people to come and visit your house, which you know are never going to to make it out there. And then things changed, uh, like both, I think, for Tom and then for uh, uh, for Percona. And maybe a year later, he was asking, and said, well, Peter, remember you mentioned me you may have a job for me? Uh, right? Weren't you joking? And I told him, no, 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 of course not, even if I totally was. Uh, right? And that's uh, how we... Uh, uh, hired, uh, uh, you know, Tom Basil. He was uh, COO uh, at Percona and variety of uh, uh, other uh, other roles, right? And I think, uh, especially in the early Percona days, he was really uh, fundamental in kind of getting more of that uh, uh, administrative stuff uh, figured out. 
I love how you say administrative stuff. It's kind of like, ooh, it's kind of like you got gum on your hand or on your shoe and you're trying oh, to, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't want to do any of that stuff. Yeah, no, I totally don't want it, right? Well, I mean, Tom also remembers, like, I remember, uh, uh, and he would get back to for so many years. I remember on one of those, our first meetings, and he was probably one of the only non-engineers per corner, and I'm saying, hey, my dear engineers, and here I welcome Tom Basil, the useless overhead. And he was like, ah, oh, Peter, how can you call me this way? Uh, yes. Uh, but then I said, no, no, Tom. understand why you're here. Yeah, yeah. So let's leave it with this. This is my, my last question to both of you. Where does the next 15 years lead Percona and the industry? And Vadim's going to throw up. I see that. Uh, yeah, that's you finishing a beside your boarding question, Matt. Okay. Either you can answer it. Yes. Well, uh, you know, let's steal the quote from somebody. What it's hard to make predictions, especially about the future. Uh, but I'll do it anyway. Uh, right. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> if you uh, if you look in this case, uh, well, I think one of the things that you may be uh, getting on, I think it is a very interesting question right now, right? What do you see, see that um, integration, the uh, kind of, situation of open source in the cloud and some of that kind of uh you know uh, uh, i don't know what to call that but a lot of uh, open source companies kind of now ditching truly open source license if something mm, not so open source to protect if uh, protect the turf if you will right i mean besides mongodb we have like elastic and redis and a uh, number of hours uh, uh, do that, right? I mean, in uh, in my uh, uh, opinion, uh, it is hard to predict how the market will split uh, between that proprietary software, what's kind of source available, and uh, mm, through open source. But I believe there is a lot of room and there's going to be a great market for uh, true uh, open source. Uh, database and that is what uh, Percona is really placing our bets uh, on and what uh, we want to do is to push the boundaries of uh, open source uh, mm, uh, databases. Would we make uh, more money if we would instead do kind of commercial databases? I don't know, but uh, I I cannot not care, right? Because there are, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> many mm, uh, ways to uh, make the good money, like people trafficking and on drug trade, right? Which I also do not want to uh, go into. <laughs> uh, well, we'll leave it on not going into drug trafficking <laughs> or people trading because that is just yes, yes. We, we, uh, always happy to end on that note. <laughs> uh, okay. But no, thank you both for you know stopping by, chatting with us, sharing some stories. Um, we hope that you um, enjoyed, you know, letting people know about a little bit about the history of Percona here. Yeah, thank you, Mike. Okay, sounds good. Thank right. you. Wow, what a great episode that was. We really appreciate you coming and checking it out. We hope that you love open source as much as we do. If you like this video, go ahead and subscribe to us on the YouTube channel. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And of course, tune in to next week's episode. We really appreciate you coming and talking open source with us.